Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I'm Ollie Davis, and I'm joined by Luke Owen, D A D. And as a special treat for the members who get the video version of this, they're going to be seeing not just, they're going to see us in a very small screen ah. while producer Terry sorts out all the images for the predictions live stream. Say hi, Terry. Hi. You don't mind being content, do you, Terry? You started two weeks ago and we've already monetized you. That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it works, baby. Um, right, we're going to put out a That's big... Terry's catchphrase. You can't, you can't stop her saying That's it. That's how it works, baby. Every time she comes into the office. That's how it works, baby. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Terry, are you editing that No Rolls Barbie? It's how it works, baby. Yeah, no, but I need an answer. <laughs> I need a yes or no answer. That's how it works, baby. <laughs> Just the finger point as well. But it's never that's Double how... Double finger guns. It's never how... That's how I work, mm. baby. It's how it works. Feels like a, a passing on of responsibility. <laughs> We're putting out a call as well to everyone. So we've done this a couple of times at the end of the podcast, and I feel like that's not the right place to do that because people have already given up on listening to us complain about <laughs> Raw. Uh, you got a, it's Front Street. Exactly. It's called Front Street for a reason. Someone got in touch with me to say it is a phrase. Okay. So, so it's just Graham who doesn't believe it, my friend Graham. Yeah, and you know how we had this conversation a few weeks back where I was like, anyone who has got just a, a modicum more knowledge than I have, and they tell me something, I'm like, oh yeah, that's probably true. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm definitely wrong. You're probably right. That's exactly what happened again there. Terry, dolphins, mammal or fish? Mammal. Mm. They, they have, have a blowhole. Blow what, that makes them a mammal? Oh, uh, no, not lungs. gills. Oh. Gills is how I say girls. <laughs> I was going to say, are you saying gills? <laughs> so wow. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. On I was going to argue that point and go, I don't have a blowhole. Well, we're going to, can we get this plug out first? <laughs> Please, everyone, do get in your uh, iTunes. Mm. No, it's not iTunes anymore, is it? It's Apple Podcasts. Get in your Apple Podcasts. Send an email in a review. No, don't email in a we'll, review. And we'll copy and paste it. <laughs> 
please do uh, put in a review onto Apple Podcasts. We will read them out on the show. Chris Van Vliet does it, and he does it really well. And apparently, if you've done one before and you think to yourself, I did that five years ago, and I'm still listening to this podcast, if you edit the review you put in, just add an emoji in or something, you will then get, like, it becomes a brand new review. Or, you know, when you go on Amazon and you read the product reviews, and it'll be like a initial five-star and they'll write a whole thing, really excited to get this product, had it three weeks now, love it. And then, like, you get update, broken. <laughs> Four months in, it broke. I sent it back. There was no customer service. So, yeah, if you used to like us and, and think... <laughs> I think we suck do, now. Just do a five-star. Everyone, yeah. everyone does a five-star on iTunes. Yeah, I mean... Apple Podcasts. Well, we've got 4.8 based on 620 ratings. Let's get it up to 1,000. So that is mostly five stars by the look of it. There is a handful of four stars, well, a couple that, of one stars. Let's not look at those. Uh, but the let's last, focus on the five. Well, the last review we got was on the 27th of September from uh, Webby0101. They just said, bloody brilliant. Oh, thumbs up the, emoji with it. The thumbs up. In fact, the title of it was a Meltzer six-star review <laughs> thank you very much and uh, then we had one from kevin's 85 that said in a word consistent mm. always the loveliest and most consistent time with the rest of boys and girls a hard recommend hard recommend it mm. anymore this is fun i like the praise uh second of june these guys deliver the most consistently consistent content the staring contest on the podcast chef kiss emoji <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, awesome audio content. I actually cut out all of the um, staring contests in the audio version. Oh, that was that was back when Raw was so boring and bad. It was more fun to do a staring contest. But now it's just, it's just. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe we can go back to that. We were looking at your um, dating history uh, mm. according to celebsdating.com. Yeah. Well, tell you what, let's get into this AEW review because we've actually got quite a bit to talk about with this show. Um, Great show. Starting off with, did AEW really turn Brian Danielson heel? Oh. Here's the show. AEW really turn Brian Danielson heel? Uh, well, I mean, Quick answer. Uh, no, for me, no. I think they did. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Luke Owen, D.A.D. Welcome to the AEW Dynamite Review Podcast. One of the best episodes of AEW television four ever. Four out of five. <laughs> it is the best. I prefer a four out of five show sometimes to a five out of five show. You know what I hear when I hear five out of five? I think, all right, mate, calm down. Calm, calm yourselves down. But a consistent, solid four out of five, almost series opener post full gear. Yes, please. But before we get into our main discussion topic, are we cut? Is it happening? Are we doing it? Oh, well, we'll do. Well, no. Oh, we'll do that after the chat. Okay. You don't, want to, you don't want to just give away. You I want to think, entice the people. I think the people want it all the time. <laughs> unless it's not ready. No, it, oh no, it's ready. Do you want to do it? 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 It's a sponsor cam. Here it is. You're a new sponsor cam. Sponsor cam. Yeah, it's already yeah. working. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Woohoo! So, sponsor cam today is sponsored by the good people at Bosley. You can get yourselves a free information pack by clicking the link down below. And a $250 gift card towards a procedure. Ollie, why don't you talk us through your 
uh, procedure right now. Well, I are obviously not through Bosley. They're an American company. But I had a hair transplant earlier this year. It was uh, a, a right old time. It was very painful. But having gone through it now, one of the best things I've ever done. They say you can't solve self-esteem issues with, with cosmetic procedures. I'm living proof that you can. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we'll talk to you more about that after the break. But yes, Bosley, thanks very much for sponsoring this show. Go check them out. Sponsor Cam. Sponsor, Sponsor Cam. Cam. I got so many, and this is a genuine thing. A lot of people think that I'm being sarcastic when I say these sorts of things. Genuinely loads of messages from people on Twitter being like, I thought Sponsor Cam was a rousing success. <laughs> And it might be because I was really down about it because I, I got it yeah. so wrong on Raw. Everyone was like, hey, God, it's all right, mate. Was the sound okay? That Is everyone like cheering sponsor cam? Everyone's cheering it. That's because I, I fixed the audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of your, the best things you've ever done. Thank you. It's up there with your best work. Thank you, bud. Uh, right. So last night's episode of AEW Dynamite. First off, fantastic. I loved it. I, you know, I... I think AEW Dynamite has really raised its own standard several times this year. And every time it's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you're like, okay, well, where is your ceiling? Mm-hmm. And they just keep keep going higher and adjusting what a, you know, an average level of show is. Yeah. Oh, so to kind of give you an idea, folks, about what it's like to watch uh, an episode of AEW Dynamite compared to another show that you and i review not saying what that show is but another thing to one of them <laughs> another well i, I did i'm not saying it i've done two shows this yeah, week. that's a good point so usually i will write like i don't know i'm just going to use this as an example I'm not saying this is the show that i'm talking about but rhea ripley versus carmella ripley wins and i've got very else little say about it even like talking segments i'd be like someone comes out for promo this is what they say move on look how much i wrote about this opening segment Mm. i've written like a paragraph and a half just because i've got so many things that i want to say about it and there's so many like details that i need to like remember so that when i come to reviewing the show i was like okay well i need to mention this i need to remember that they've said this so i can bring that up later this isn't like when I did the poker segment on NXT yesterday, and I had to make so many notes. Otherwise, I just would not remember anything that was uh, happening in the segment. I was so excited by this opening segment and then the rest of this show. Mm. Four out of five. Yeah, four out Easy, brilliant four out of five. I, I'm exactly the same. I wrote a page of notes on the opening segment alone. Mm. It, it completely blew me away. And here's what happened, because it's our main discussion point. Uh, we'll talk about, like, the cold open and everything else after the the Omega chats, obviously. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Get in your thoughts by sending in, send them in to that link. But Hangman Page comes down. Home state. It's Virginia. It's not the, that, that's no, not, that's not the song. That's, no, that's Oklahoma, isn't it? No, I was doing uh, OC. The OC, the song, the, 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 the TV California. show. California. <laughs> that's what I was doing. Virginia. There's no other famous songs about Virginia, right? Are there any songs about Virginia? Can't think of any. So Hangman Page comes down. The graphic, his net did you see it was like uh cheap pop, unnecessary cheap pop yeah. for Hangman Page. He gets in the ring. I Dark think Order the, I are there. I think that's an unnecessary cheap pop for the graphics department. Yeah. Uh Dark Order are there. They celebrate Hangman Page. You deserve it, chant. Page shuts them down. Love this. And says I don't deserve it. And when he said that, I was like, oh, no, Hangman, what more do you need to prove to yourself? And he said, I earned it. No, you didn't. I effing earned it. Mm. Oh, my God, I love that. And the crowd then broke out too. And I hope 
that this is the new norm for wrestling shows. Because I, I think you and I are both in the camp of I don't like the you deserve it chance. It's got the appropriate number of syllables, though. Well, so has um, you earned it. You earned it. But you don't do that version of it. It's like, you earned it. You earned ah, it. Yes. So I much prefer you earned it as opposed to you deserve it. Like, you remember, you know, when The Miz won the title, I was like, he deserves this title. Oh, I hate that argument. Well, that's exactly it. And I, so I think the you deserve it thing is kind of similar to that. So mm. I think Hangman being like, no, no, I, I earned this. And I'm like, you're right. You did. You don't just deserve to be champion. You earned to be champion. We reviewed an ROH show where they were pushing, like Hangman Page, this was about 2016, and Ring of Honor and New Japan were doing the same thing, where they were like, guys, this Hangman Page is going to be the next top guy in this industry. Like Cody was saying it, Kenny was saying it, like everyone was saying he's going to be the next big guy. And it did not connect any time that they tried it. It really, it was almost like early days Jay White. Mm -hmm. Like where like New Japan were like, we need a new Kenny Omega and it's Jay White. And the crowd were like, eh. I don't really see. And now you're like, oh, wow, Ken, like Jay White's like legit one of the best in the world. And I think it's the same story with Hangman Page. It took him a long time to get to this point. But finally, through his hard work and determination, he is the world champion of this company and bloody is has every right to be there. What I liked about this presentation of him, too, is he said, you know, I earned it. And then when Brian Danielson, he, he said to set up the Brian Danielson entrance, he said, uh, what is it? My responsibility now is to face Brian Danielson, and it's just this idea of he's not he's 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 no longer the anxious millennial cowboy. He has some element of confidence now, but it's not like I'm the best. I you know I'm number one. I'm the best wrestler in the world. Being all cocky, it's almost like that weathered old cowboy who comes in. He is not looking for the duty. Duty is thrust upon him. And he's, this is what I'm going to do. And I, I thought it was a perfect babyface sort of term for his character. Uh, but yes, Danielson comes out. And, you know, we're, I'm familiar with Danielson. White shirt. He's happy. Goes to shake his hand. You know, want to say congratulations. And then all of a sudden he goes, I've got to say, though, I'm surprised and, you know, a bit disappointed. It's not Kenny Omega standing in front of me. Love that line. When he said it, I was like, what? Like, it took me 30 seconds for that to sink in. Like, did he say it in a nasty way? What's happening here? I, yeah, it was, it, it completely took me off by, like, took me off guard. And I loved it for that reason, because of that. And then, like, he cut this promo where, what I loved about this promo, and why I don't think that Danielson has turned heel, although he did have some heel moments in this. I think one of them was very much an off-the-cuff thing where he thought, I could get some heel here if I say this. Mm. And it was the line where it was like, of course Virginia would boo hard work. I think that was very much Danielson thinking like, okay, I'm going to add some extra spice into my evil Uno match by saying this now. It was, a lot of this stuff was cheap heat. Yeah, it, yeah, absolutely it is. And I think that he was doing that on purpose. Uh -huh. But for me, the reason why I don't think this is Danielson turning heel is I think this is what Danielson has been ever since he's been in AEW, which is that I am a professional wrestler. That's what he was saying to Kingston. You know, he's like Eddie Kingston. He was like, you just don't try mm. hard enough. You could be one of the best in the world, but you really don't try hard enough. So you're not. And that's kind of what fired up Kingston. So when he came out, he's looking at Hangman Page, who has doubted himself 
and has been like this. No, actually, I'm a bit rubbish, and I've got a drinking problem, <laughs> and I'm this and the other. He's like, no, you, you just be the professional wrestler because that's what I am. That's how I think you should be. And then he looks at the Dark Order, the goofiest bunch of goofballs in the that's world, and it's like, and you're hanging out with these guys. Like you're not to like to to Brian Danielson, Hangman Page, and the Dark Order are not the top guys or the serious professional wrestlers. And that's sort of the promo that he cut. It's like, hey, when I won the title at WrestleMania, the crowd booed the word WrestleMania. That was the first bit of actual heat he yeah. got. When I won the title at WrestleMania, boo! I was wrestling the next night. Hangman Page isn't. A professional wrestler would be wrestling on that show. But you're not. I'm dressed to complete. And then whenever Hangman Page stepped up to fight him, I loved that line where he's like, "Look, you're not. I'm in my gear. I'm ready for a fight. You're in your jeans, cowboy boots, awful leather jacket because he's a vegan." And he's like, "You've been so full of excuses for why you've lost mm -hmm. your entire career. I don't want another excuse from you. I just want you to be ready." Still targeting Page's sort of insecurities. Exactly. So for me, this isn't. Is Daniel Bryan turn heel? It's just like, no, Daniel Bryan is a professional wrestler, and this is how he thinks being a professional wrestler is. Okay. So I will take the idea that he didn't turn heel. Mm -hmm. I propose to you. Yeah. Was he heel all along? We, um, on his opening night when he came in and like chased off the elite. With his big smile and his white t shirt. <laughs> like, hey, let's go, everyone. I mean, aside from that, yeah, I think maybe he has been here. We just yeah. didn't realize it. That's it. Because, like, I look back. It, it was a proper usual suspects Kaiser Soze reveal moment uh, at the end at the, when, when Danielson started really acting like a heel from out of nowhere. It was such a, like, a sudden gear change. It gave me whiplash almost. And I'm like, I start looking back at all the matches he's had against Gold, not Goldust, jeez. Dustin. Dustin. Kingston. Kingston. Uh, not the Kenny match. I don't know who else did he? he wrestled somebody Minoru else. Suzuki. Yeah, but wasn't there another one? Anyway, and I'm putting those together in my head. Did he wrestle Bowens? Yeah. I can't remember him being out and out heel. Anyway, he is like quite cocky in those matches. And he's uh, like, he'll have the opponent beat and he'll go, ah, oh, but now I'm going to beat them using a different submission. Like, it's arrogance. Yeah, well, you know, look at the difference between his... Uh, post scrum media call thing that he did after mm. um, all out compared to CM Punk's because CM Punk when he first came in was just like I'm just happy to be here yeah really happy to be here I'm glad to be back and you know this is giving me such a warm spot I love performing for the fans Danielson was like I want to wrestle I'm here because I want to wrestle I want to wrestle the best that there can possibly be and I'm going to kick their heads in. and I'm going to kick their heads in so I think that when he steps into the ring he looks at Hangman in the Dark Order he's just like this isn't professional wrestling you're like, don't worry, I'm not going to be dressed up as a Ghostbuster on yeah. Halloween. You're going to get a professional wrestler when you step into the ring. Honestly, the more we talk about it, the more I think Danielson has always been a heel in AEW. Be because, like, just based on what you just said then as well, um, yeah, it's not like he was... He, he never even did the yes chance. Miro, that was another one. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but even then, it worked. But even then, that wasn't like he wasn't... It wasn't a babyface against mm. Miro. It was just like it was a different kind of. Especially the way he did work babyface in the match. Yeah. But also he's just like he's this, he's this killer, really, isn't? He? When he gets into the ring, he's just like I am now going to out wrestle you. So I guess if Daniel Danielson 
to me now, if this is the character they're going with. Oh, Bobby Fish is the only one we can remember. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you know what? We could do a poll. Yes. Good idea. Crowd. Live chat. Mod mother. Can you hear me? Come on in. Can you please put up a poll? Was Has Brian Danielson always been a heel in AEW? Because yeah, yeah. I, for me, I would say that he is not... I don't think he's a heel or a babyface. I think he's Brian Danielson. He's definitely a heel here, though. I think you can make that argument yeah, yeah. before this segment. Yeah, it's very I think this right. was. I think this was a real, like, coming, coming out, out of the past. closet. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. by the way, I'm a heel, guys. It's not yeah, a... Yeah, maybe you're right. I've just been wearing a white shirt. <laughs> I don't even have proper gear. Yeah. Like, proper merch. Like, you other t-shirt company people. That's a good point. Like, one of the biggest things Chris Jericho always said was, if I'm a heel, I don't want to put t-shirt designs on sale. Yeah. The poll is up. Um, uh, so, I mean, yeah, maybe you're maybe you're right. So here's, here's the character in my head. If Brian is a heel because it's all based on no one takes wrestling as seriously as me. It's a it's a it's a heel with a moral stat like a code, but still a bad guy. I mean he hasn't out and out cheated yet, but I don't think he has to because of the words the way he acted in this. Surely Paige is beating Danielson in his first title defense. Yeah. So what does that do to Danielson? Um, well, I don't think it does anything for, for Danielson because Danielson's going to get rack up a heck of a lot of wins going into... Oh, through the dark water. Yeah. Well, yeah, so essentially, so I don't know if you saw this. I saw this, um, someone sent this to me via uh, Reddit. Hang on, I need to find it for you now uh, because someone said I need to bring this up to the on the show to sh tell you about it. You get tweeted so much. I know. So this was posted by um, Xenorath on Squared Circle. Mm -hmm. He took on Uno in Hangman's home state. Next week, they're in Chicago, and it's Colt Cabana next week. Yeah. The following week, they're in Georgia, which is where Alan Angels is from. The week after that, <laughs> they're in Long Island, New York, which is where John Silver is from. He's going to go... The, you, you're telling me the ex-WWE guy is going to go round beating baby faces in, in their, their home state? <laughs> yeah. That is... That is so perfect. So I said this to Adam today when we were in the office it's talking a, about it's this. It's a country, it's a national tour of heel heat. And he said to me, he was like, do you think they did this on purpose? And I was like, well, Tony Khan had out his four champions like lined up in advance. It would not surprise me if Tony then had these states booked out because he knows they're the Dark Order states. Because he's like, well, whoever is the top challenger to Hangman when he wins the title oh, can run through the Dark Order. If that is intentional rather than just a happy, a, a happy accident because there's a lot of people in the Dark Order, there's only so many, you know, states in the country. It's a shame they're not going to Canada. They could be, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> could have just lined up well. That, like, Tony Khan is on another level to what I already thought he, he was. Did you see Dax Harwood's tweet? He said, uh, this, this phrase gets thrown around a lot, but, you know, not many people really recognize it. Tony Khan above everything else, is a creative genius. Wow. Yeah. And that's, you know, Dax is a miserable man. He's, I know, he's hard wood. Uh, anyway, Danielson then took on Evil Uno, made pretty short work of him. Like, it wasn't, this was no longer the Danielson making Bowens look great or, you know, giving people long matches. This was, I'm just going to pretty much beat you in five minutes. I liked uh, JR straight shooting on commentary as well. He had his pistols close to his hips when he was just like, you know, Brian Danielson has worked for places before where they have said that he's too small, that he'll never make it as a top guy. He's too vanilla. He's got no personality. Well, look at him now. Like one of the best wrestlers in the world. So he's, that was a, a, a saltiness 
I, I, well, I think that is JR being like, there are other companies that he's worked for mm. that have pushed him as a top guy. And there are other ones that have thought, no, he's too small. He can never make it. He may have been at WrestleMania. Not through Twice. their not through their choice. <laughs> Twice. Uh, he th- to fully get over the Danielson heel thing, which is why I think he is definitely a heel. He's he's already beat Evil Uno with some kicks to the head, but he still puts on a triangle choke and poses. Oh, I mean, he had him with beat, the bicep curls he as had the referee's him beat before that. Off. He yeah. hit the knee. He hit like his running knee thing, and, and then like waved his finger with like the Undertaker. No, oh, go school you. And then, you're right, does the face thing? I thought, like, Aubrey was going to call the match off. And then he was like, and now, into the triangle you go. Yeah. Well, I Tony Nice this situation <laughs> and flex my guns. Tony Nice there in the crowd, like, oh, God, oh, shucks. <laughs> I was going to do that when, when I eventually debut on Dynamite in 2023. Someone has just said in the comments there, which I actually <clears throat> I hadn't really thought about. Hey, I'm really looking forward to Danielson versus um, Silver. Yes. Danielson versus Grayson. <gasps> oh, I hadn't even thought of that. If he is going through every single member. Because oh, that's yes, like please. six. And that takes it then up to the January 5th TBS launch. So I think they're going to do. Mm. So here, I, this is my other big prediction. It's going to be Danielson Page on the first episode of that, along with Punk versus MJF. I think that's that's a shrewd move. If you haven't got another pay-per-view till February, end of February. Yeah. Uh, and yes, as Luke already said, post beating Evil Uno, Danielson cut a promo on Colt Cabana saying next week we're in Chicago. I'm coming. I'm going to kick your head in. It's going to get heat from me. But (laughs) a a Cabana Danielson match. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I love this. I loved everything about this opening. And this was a long opening segment as well for a show that had a lot packed into it. This was a long opening segment from that because you had the Kenny stuff at the start. Then that like long in-ring segment with Hangman and Danielson, and then the Danielson match, and then the Danielson promo. It's like the first twenty odd minutes, twenty nearly half an hour of the show. Well, you know what? I think they should do that more. I think this is your. I think title feuds. I I, I like the idea of Dynamite being built like that mm-hmm. because one of that criticisms is that there's just too much going on sometimes. So this really, this really had enough time to breathe. Yeah, and it was a. It was you know you got. A little backstage promo, an in-ring segment, a match, a post-match promo. Like that's that's a a lot of time to give to one story, and I felt it made it all the much, all the more better. Yeah. Uh, do, do we have a final result? Not yet. No. We'll we'll keep uh, track on this. Um, someone has just said, "Can't wait for Danielson versus uh, Anna J." <laughs> <laughs> Ty Conti as well. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, let's see what you guys think. Dorks of whatever. Decided to catch the first segment of Dynamite while at work, and holy crap! I love that promo from Danielson. That line, when I won a title at WrestleMania, was gold. The perfect way to create heat for this match. Jam that jam. L.I.W. for life. Uh, Laxami Narasimhan B. Congrats, Hangman Page. Yay, babyface. I'm disappointed that I'm not facing Omega. Oh, tweener? WrestleMania. <laughs> Boo, you dastardly heel! All he needs for nuclear heat is to use the word <laughs> stupendous. Maybe he can do that when he's feuding with um, Stu Grayson. Mm. But seriously, this angle is off to a great start. It's a good point. And look, I, I, I feel a lot better about Hangman Page winning now. You know, because on on full gear, I was, you know, I was of the. You said it was rubbish. They should hold off on it more. But it. You said it in, the, in these words that that match was terrible. That and, was and the, the worst moment, thing I've ever seen. The moment sucked. I need to go back and watch it and get out my own head essentially <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't you know i can watch it free of preconceptions uh but you know i, I think that i don't know about everyone else but i'm certainly concerned about how hangman page draws as a champion compared to the champions who came before him this is homegrown star you know but they've done a great job building him and this feud turning danielson heel to go against him i, I think they have it's perfect i yeah, I mean, I agree with you. And I think yeah, having Danielson be the first one is is really, really great for, for Hangman. Specifically because I do think he is going to win. Because I can't, I don't think they'll do a short reign for Hangman. Bearing in mind it's taken us so long to get to this mm. point and to take it off of him straight away. But the crowd reaction for Hangman last night coming out and the reaction that he got at full gear as well. And I think that he is the most over babyface in AEW. And I think that's a credit to Tony. I think it's a credit to the, the company as a whole. And and actually, Hangman Page. Mm. So I think that I'm not worried at all about the way he perceives. Ratings-wise, I think it'd be slightly different, but I certainly think in terms of drawing figures for live events, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. 
Matthew Robinson. Everyone remember Hangman earned it. Wow, they know how to make a baby face great. I also thought they pulled the strings to get the crowd to boo Brian. Love the heel work, but wonder if it would have been more powerful to pop against Omega. Your thoughts? I actually think it's because it's not Omega, it's more powerful, mm -hmm. actually. Kind of on that note, because he had that line where he's like, I'm surprised. Like, that is Daniel Bryan's like, sorry, Brian Danielson. Well, I, th I really thought Kenny Omega was going to win because yeah. Kenny Omega is better than you. So I really thought it was going to be him. And then when Hangman Page was like, I mean, I beat, uh, yeah, I beat Omega a at full gear. And I did it in less than 30 uh, minutes. Uh, Jackson Tyndall. Hey, lads, I was there last night and the energy was electric. Hangman got a huge pop and I never thought I would boo Danielson, but we all did last night. Thank you for what you do. Jam that jam. Charles Berg, the Eddie effect, a phenomenon in wrestling where in a matter of minutes, a beloved face can become a hated heel or vice versa. Best part to me is Brian hasn't changed his character much. The only change is he's doing this stuff to fan favorites now. Totally right. Nades, great way to book a heel in the chase, like a predator picking off Dark Order until Paige says he's ready. Fits Hangman's character too, because the longer he holds off facing Danielson, the more of his friends get attacked. And it brings back questions of his self-doubt. Love that. Farts McCool. <laughs> How can someone be a heel when they speak the truth, works hard, and fights with honour? BWO for life. Uh, it's very existential. Don't mind me, I'm at work. I feel like AEW bobbled the ball a little with the motivations. This should be part of Danielson trying to get the best match out of his opponent, a la what he did with Eddie Kingston, a.k.a. the version of him trying to protect his friends. I think they could be telling that story. Mm-hmm. Nate S., Think we can answer some of the questions on if AEW can book a babyface champ yet? Obviously need to see it for a longer period, but it's a strong start. Great show overall. Dynamite is just the best. This company. <laughs> uh, how many more have we got? Oh, we've got loads of... Let's let's get through these because we've had loads of chats come in. Dartrain24. They did not turn him heel. He's been the same since he walked in. We're just conditioned to love him and cheer him. He even said he wasn't there to help the younger guys, but to kick people's heads in. He wasn't the villain we wanted, but is the one we need. That's a nice way to put it. J.S. Wooten. Danielson destroys all the Dark Order. Hangman stands alone. Danielson feels triumphant. Then Dark Order 6 reveals himself, and he doesn't like Danielson. That man being Wyndham Rotunda. Jam that jam. Win the belt, Dad. Save the Ollie. I, oh, well, I'm going to. We're going to be doing Survivor Series predictions after this stream, in fact. Uh, I do not like that as the way to bring in Bray Wyatt. I don't think Wyndham needs to be part of the Dark Order. <laughs> D. Mangamar says, Funny story from someone who was there last night. After the show, Hangman sang a modified version of Country Roads. Take me home. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. It was... <laughs> It was, maybe if we get Hangman Page to sing his name. It was hilarious and probably my favorite point of the night. Jam that cowboy jam. Supreme, have you seen, have you guys seen the YouTube series that details the entire Hangman story arc from day one up until his full gear win? If not, it's clips from BTE that show us everything. I've, I've watched the first episode. It's brilliantly put together. Keith Lloyd, Evil Brian. Richard Martinez. After a rough start, it's so great to see how over this act is with the audience. That's a great point. I remember like the rough start Dark Order had when they came in. <laughs> Crikey. Smart move to open the show with it. Sponsor cam is great. Oh yeah, and Adam Page is cool too. Trenton Brown. I agree with Luke in that Danielson is just Danielson. In fact, it wouldn't surprise if after Hangman beat Danielson, Danielson offers a handshake and respect and flips back to being a face. Or less being a face, just remains being Danielson. 
Hangman beats him with honor, and Daniel Zinglin's like, yeah, the better man won. Yeah. Or he becomes more violent. I mean, if he does, I want like fully hippie, uh, as WWE put it, Captain Planet. Yeah. Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson, you know, Captain Planet, the good guy <laughs> of the story. Get Eric Rowan on the phone. Let's bring that act back together. Gray for 20. First visit from AEW to my hometown ever. Danielson did so well at turning the crowd against him. He got such a massive babyface reaction when he came out. Then five minutes goes by and he's got the crowd booing him and loving it. True master of the craft, jam that jam. And finally for now, Richard Pugh. Afternoon, gents. Did you notice the crowd chant with Brian's intro music? I feel this gave it that heel feel and he has always done his I have till five ref since joining. I still think it was a proper heel turn last night though. Love you all. Uh, the crowd chant with Brian's intro. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I felt like it was either that, like they've got some remix music at the moment. Because mm. I felt like Nyla Rose had new music this week, or like a slightly be- remix version. A uh, quick one just came in. Sean Kataya, you guys forget that before WWE, American Dragon was always a bit of a expletive. One time, he shoot beat up Omega in a match to help him get to help him get him over. Brian Danielson isn't Daniel Bryan. He's a tweener who can lean face or heel, but often is very heelish. Sean, you forget that I said that. Eon Mullane, will Brian use the line that when he beats Hangman, that AEW will have to look at his position due to budget issues? Sure, would be great for a heel heat. I don't think that's a Danielson line, though, no. uh, for me. Uh, so the poll has just been finished. Uh, has Danielson always been a heel in AEW? Yes, 58%. Oh. 41% saying no. So that is normal, not almost 50-50, 60-40, basically. Great stuff. Should we have a word from our sponsors before we get in with the full play-by-play recap? Are you saying that we should flick on over to SponsorCam? Yeah, it's filming the side of the (laughs) desk. Yes. SponsorCam, Oliver Davis. Did you know that right now, Bosley is giving away a free information kit and $250 gift card towards a procedure? They're America's number one hair restoration experts with more than 45 years of experience. You can get a free information kit. Everything you want to know about hair loss and hair restoration options. They offer permanent surgical solutions such as hair transplants and also non-surgical solutions. You can get this free Bosley information kit and a $250 gift card by clicking the link in the video description or the one that's being spammed by our moderators. Look how good. I'm going to zoom in a bit more. Look how good Ollie's looks. I could just get closer. No, no, I'm zooming in. Look, look at that. It's thick, isn't it? It is thick. I can't make it go down. I've oh. tried to put wax in it, but it just it grows straight up. Mate, that is, it's so, so impressive. Yeah, of course, everybody. I had a hair transplant earlier this year. Uh, but full disclosure, not from Bosley because I'm in the UK. But what one of the main things that I found an issue with was not having any information. So do your research, and the first thing you should do is go over to Bosley and get an information pack because it will have... The, there's not much information out there, or, and if there is, it's it's contradictory and people say different things. So go to a trusted like professional company like Bosley and find out for yourself. Honestly, one of the best things I've ever done. There you go. Sponsor Cam. What a gimmick. Right. It. It's over. Over like Rover, brother. Let's get to this full play-by-play. So that wasn't the opening segment no, for the show not. because 
beforehand it had a cold open on Kenny Omega with the Young Bucks and Adam Cole backstage and Kenny's like look I haven't had a chance to watch the match yet but all any everyone's telling me is when are you gonna fight again for the title Kenny I love that because that is what people have been telling him on social media because that the idea that it's a great line he hasn't seen the Young Bucks but betray him yet. yeah not so much betray but do the right thing well wow. choose hangman over him but did they did they did they i don't know if they chose him because that would mean that they would have left kenny at the same time i think in that moment they knew we're not going to interfere mm-hmm. as yeah. opposed to we have chosen hangman over kenny uh then um he says Look, i've got a, well reportedly he's got a lot of injuries um he got checked out on wednesday he needs to undergo multiple surgeries melter said He's had vertigo for three years, which is where that, everything spins. He had that Danielson match. He's had a lot of his matches in AEW. All of those matches. There's a tri- that triple threat at Double or Nothing is one that I don't think will get shouted off enough mm. when it comes to the end of the year. Yeah. So I actually on the vertigo thing, I asked my lady partner who works in the circus, not like roll up, roll up, but more Cirque du Soleil stuff. And I, t- I said, this is insane, isn't it? And she said, oh, yeah, that happens to circus performers <laughs> all the time. And I was like, but but he learned how to adjust his working style so he could still. And she went, yeah, yeah. So that's what the circus performers do as yeah, well. Yeah. And gymnasts. So apparently it's not, you know, it's, it's still bloody impressive, but it is not a, a singular thing that only Kenny Omega's ever done. But only to people in the circus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure, but I bet loads of wrestlers have it. Think about whiplash and talk on your head when you do some moves. Anyway, Kenny says, I've got to leave for a bit. Can you guys hold down the fort? And Adam Cole goes, don't worry, I've got this for you, cleaner. I love that line. Don't worry, cleaner, I've got this. Like, you know, he hasn't been, he's not cleaner Kenny Omega. like well, Adam really. Cole's been dead for a while. Well, exactly. That's when he comes in, I've got this cleaner. Yeah. And then Kenny just goes, almost deadpan. I was talking to the Young Bucks. Mm. And Adam Cole instantly was like, yeah, no, of course, I knew you were talking to them. I'm just saying that collectively, like, we've all He's got such this. such a snake. He's such a handsome snake. And they are sowing those seeds. Yeah. Because that might be his first feud when he gets back. It's Kenny versus Cole. It was, it was great stuff. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, so then we got the opening segment, a match that we've talked about. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of, like, quick bits backstage. We had MJF cut a promo that was shot after Full Gear. Excellent. Uh, 2.0 and Daniel Garcia interrupted Eddie Kingston. So that set up a, a little program for him in the next couple of weeks. I I mean, that MJF promo was sensational. Yeah. I, I think that is a promo that he has been working on for ages because he knew that he was going to have this match of the night with Darby Allen. So he's been working on this promo of talking about how, like, you know, I am legit. And he said the line, I'm the best in the world. And I wrote my notes like, CM Punk is next. <laughs> And I really enjoyed the Eddie Kingston thing with 2.0 as well. Mm. Like when they were like, Eddie Kingston! <laughs> and he was like, well, my, our boy, Daniel Garcia, is going to face you next. And Eddie Kingston's like, you like them calling them your son? Like this, that, and he was like, you be a man, you step up. Oh, it was, who would have thought I'd be massively into Kingston versus Daniel Garcia yeah. after the punk feud. Uh, after that, we got Butcher and the Blade taking on Orange Cassidy and Tomohiro Ishii. Very fun match. Uh, very well worked. Ishii got over. Um, ultimately, though, not what I would have done. You hate chaos. Ultimately, you hate <laughs> chaos. Such and- a weird faction. <laughs> you hate chaos and you think that they're a bunch of idiots. I like the people in chaos. I just don't understand it. And I don't like, oh, yeah, it's chaos. 
Who is who is saying, oh, wicked chaos here? Rocky Romero. <laughs> I love Rocky Romero. I like that they're all friends. But, uh, you know, ultimately, Ishii, I, I think he he should have the sort of showcase introduction that was it Nagata earlier this year when John Moxley and the yeah. US title match Minoru Suzuki Minoru Suzuki like it should be that level of thing I don't want to see him tagging with Orange Cassidy against the Butcher and the Blade in his first appearance plus nitpicky but I think this is you know they should do this same with Jay Lethal where's the video packages mm-hmm. yeah I think that's fair like we know Ishii I'm sure a lot he, of you do. He was the champion of our British Isles exactly. for a while. But then, like, he... Even for us, you should have a video package. This is a new character on your program. And not everyone's going to be knee-deep in wrestling geopolitics and promotions in Japan as as you are. I completely agree with you on that one. And, you know, when I was talking about this in the office earlier, Andy said to me, how was the ECE match? And I said, honestly... It was just fun when it was him and Butcher. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the stuff I really enjoyed in this match. Like, Blade was really good, and Cassidy was a lot of fun as well, like he always is. But for me, this match was all about Ishii versus the Butcher, and that was the stuff I enjoyed the most. There was a moment when, like, Butcher was battering him in the corner with these forearms. And it's almost like there was a moment when Ishii, like, one of them woke him up, and he was like, oh, hang on a minute. <sighs> and he just, so yeah, just sort of, like, he stands up, and he's just slowly staring this hole in him. And Butcher is forearming him, but moving backwards. Ishii is like pushing him into the corner while being attacked. Yeah. It was a, I loved it so, so much. Apparently, um, this was in one of the Tony, uh, Tony Khan like post media scrums after full gear. When Butcher's on tour with his band at the moment, when he found out that Ishii was going to be on AEW Dynamite, he put his tour on hold so he could come to this show because he wanted to wrestle Ishii. Love Butcher. So great. Uh, oh, Butcher. I want the Cassidy Hardy thing to end there. <laughs> Sorry. I love this song um, said because you're having a pop of chaos. It's like, okay, Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> what? How's that a generational clash? Uh, the Andrade and FTR cut a promo on Cody and his assorted baby faces. And this, like, there were a few promos throughout the night. It's going to be FTR, Andrade and Malachi Black versus Cody Pack and the Lucha Bros next week. Huge eight-man tag. Huge eight-man tag. I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. Did you enjoy that FTR said we're even going to waive our fee for this third week of your uh, in your service? I, I appreciated that. Uh, but look, look at my first note. Look, it's the pinnacle. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Britt Baker got a promo backstage. She's tired of carrying the division, and she talked up Jamie Hayter in the TBS tournament. Uh, my my only issue I've got with this is that like everyone else felt like they were getting their next feuds sort of lined up, apart from Britt Baker. Well, as the next match showed, Nyla Rose versus Sheeta, great match. I, I really enjoyed this match. This is this is what you should be doing with the women on TV. Um, did you see the the sign in the crowd? Yeah, said book more than one women's match on TV. So apparently, I don't know where this rumor started from, but apparently there's been a long-standing rumor that the one match, the one women's match in the card, was a Warner um, and TNT direct. I've never heard. This. I've never heard this rumor either. But Fightful Select looked into it and said, like, it's never been the case. So it is. It is AEW. It's spot. AEW. <laughs> it's AEW's choice that they are doing this. Like what Warner want is they just want great ratings which is what they're getting the ratings that they want and that's exactly what they're getting and character-led stuff that works for the demo Mm. i would argue that if AEW, like you know tony khan is he's a stats man 
And he's looking at the stats and he's like, huh, I mean, I appeal to everyone but women. You'd think that maybe the first thing you could do is do more stuff with women on the card. You mean sexier guys. <laughs> but they've already got Hangman Page and Adam Cole. That's a good point. They've got the sexiest men already. They've got got Cash Wheeler, who's one of the sexiest <laughs> men on the planet. But I mean, if that's not bringing in the female audience, maybe it's, it's time to point. put on two women's matches on a show. Uh, it's, it's one of the... F- I've never seen an AEW critical sign. So I just thought that was... I think that's noteworthy. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but this match, very, very fun. Shida, I love Shida. I think she's excellent. Um, she, there was a, Nyla Rose did a cannonball onto a chair outside. Vicky Guerrero got taken out. Uh, Serena Deeb got involved, took out Shida's injured knee. Shida fought back valiantly, but then uh, Nyla Rose made her tap in a sort of stretch muffler. So really working over that injured knee. Yeah, you could, you could, you could have done this before Full Gear and then had Deeb versus Shida on the pay yeah. card. I'm just saying, when people kept telling me, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do Shida versus Diva full gear because of the tournament. You literally could have done this a week yeah. before. Yeah. There was a plenty of opportunities to have done this. I really enjoyed this match, though. I also loved as well. They put a graphic up for this. This was Nyla Rose had had 50 wins mm-hmm. and Shida's got 51 wins. So not only was this Nyla Rose looking to advance in the tournament, it was looking to tie Shida for the most wins in the women's division. I like that a Extra lot. little bit of um, salt and pepper to this. Uh, we got the Malachi Black promo on Cody. Then out came MJF after already having had a pre-recorded promo. Came down to the ring with Sean Spears and Wardlow. Uh, Sean Spears is just great at the moment. He sat down on a chair eating a nut bar. <laughs> <laughs> what a heel. It's captivating. Uh, and MJF says, I'm the most complete wrestler on the planet. I'm going to start a bidding war in 2024. Yeah, because that's when his contract's up. Uh, He's got Bruce Pritchard on speed dial. Yeah. And uh, th- I mean, what a way to get the AEW faithful to boo you. I'm going to go to WWE yeah. for money. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the word WrestleMania gets booed. And that's stupendous. Uh, and of course, he's, he started to focus on the world championship. I was like, I, I, did you, so you figured this out, what was happening? Only because he'd said earlier in the show. And, and I didn't say, I, f- I wouldn't say I figured it out. But when he said, I'm the best in the world, I did think, I wonder if that means they're going to do the punk feud. Well, my first thought was, maybe they'll do the punk feud soon. Yeah. So when punk came out here, I was like, oh, man. Oh, they're doing it right now. He said, nobody back there is on my level. I don't know if you've seen my review, but I, you know, we watched this early in the morning. Everyone around me is asleep. Uh, I said, let's effing go. <laughs> but I don't talk like that. No. I don't, something something overcame me where I was a sports fan. Yeah. I, I, and I'm just one of the great things about this promotion, yeah, isn't yeah. it? And this was a really awesome segment. The crowd oh. was so into this because this is MJF standing across the ring from CM Punk, mm. not saying a thing. The crowd start chanting, holy yes, because like, oh man, what a dream match that this is. And Max just looks at him you know, and just goes, Hi, I'm Max. And CM Punk just looks at him and goes, like, laughs, shakes his head, and he walks away. Because what better way to piss off Maxwell Jacob Friedman than not by just not acknowledging him, not even going into a war of words mm. with him, just coming out to be like, yeah, made my entrance, now I'm leaving. It was perfect. So good. You've got, you know, MJF versus Punk. I would argue it's the promo battles that are more anticipated than the eventual match. 
Uh, this wasn't a pre-advertised thing, so it's not like you're shortchanging people, but man, what a way to build up that segment. And, and next week, we're in Chicago. <gasps> <laughs> next week, surely you're going to do the MJF entrance. Open the show with Cult of Personality, and MJF comes out instead. Oh, we, we said it with Eddie as well. We thought, mm, is that going to be when Cabana's brought up? And they didn't. And I, I think it worked better for that. It was, it's a cheap move. But with MJF... Because, but Cabana's but, but there. But is it a red line? But is it a red I, line? Well, I think well, Cabana's there as well. And that makes me feel like really like... if the, I'm, It makes me nervous a little bit if I'm being honest. It makes my bum go like... Yeah, I don't want people's feelings to really no. get hurt. <laughs> Brian Pillman Jr. was clearly on board with everything that MJF had to say in his promos. I don't know what the case is otherwise. It makes my it makes my skin feel a yeah. bit weird. But that's the genius, that's of, the MJF. genius of it. And of course, coming off of the Derby feud, bearing in mind Punk had sort of endorsed Derby in his first match, Derby MJF. MJF is like trying to break Derby with words, but he's trying to troll him. Mm-hmm. And here we are. He's up against the troll master. And he just walks away. And just like for the sort of character MJF that is, that sort of psychosis, it's poetically perfect. MJF's selling of this was so great. Just a little just pissed off, but not really. Doesn't want to show it. Oh. Uh, speaking of Darby, we got, we got a promo with him backstage and the gun club. <laughs> came in i i think that we should approach the danhausen uh, approach this and start calling them the ass boys <laughs> <laughs> i wrote my notes here the ass boys walk up mm-hmm. and uh, billy ass wants a match with him and the cool. other the other members of the ass club um the ass boys cut a little promo and even did the i like turtles reference because everyone said that he looks like the grown-up version of that meme they're a, f- a formidable faction they're undefeated all right they're dark well still undefeated it's like saying pizza world champion on WrestleTalk. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's Derby versus uh, Billy Ass this Friday on Rampage. Billy Ass. Uh, the Bucks and Adam Cole had a promo. With the Bucks not cleared, Adam Cole was like, here's my best friend Bobby Fish to take on Jurassic Express oh, on Rampage. We're getting an Undisputed Era reunion on Friday night. Mm. Oh, yes, please. Then we had Dante Martin and Leo Rush versus the acclaimed just a fantastic match. Love Dante Martin and Leo Rush together. But Anthony Bowens right now. Great. He is great. Und- un- okay, I'm going to use the word underutilized. but Because he doesn't pick up a lot of wins on Dynamite mm. and or Rampage. But I, I never think... Whenever he comes to the ring, I don't go like, oh, you're a loser. It's kind of the same with Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Like, Daniel Garcia gets all of his wins on Dark and Dark Elevation. Same with, like, the Acclaimed and that. But when they come out on TV, I'm never like, oh, what are these losers? I feel like he's bubbling. Mm. He's just bubbling right now. And yeah. soon, like, you know, like, he'll break through eventually. It's, yeah, they're so, so good. Like, So Leo Rush and Dante Martin picked up the win here. Mm-hmm. So they're second as a tag team. But more importantly, they've just pinned the ranked number four tag team. So that's immediately going to jump them up in the tag team rankings, which is what they're going for. Yeah. And I th- yeah, I think they'll get to the top pretty fast. Uh, team Taz come out to say after that that there's still a place for Dante on Team Taz. And Dante was like, because he's got resting upset face. I wrote my notes here. Taz's mic is so much louder than Ricky Starks. It's like yeah. watching the Wrestle Talk podcast. <laughs> Taz also said, We're businessmen. We're. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, he's, he actually said, we're businessmen. You know business, man. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I love Taz so much. I just wish them as a faction did stuff more. Because, like, why would you want to join Team Taz? Because they might feud with Sting again. They haven't. They don't really do much. Uh, Christian and Jurassic Express addressed the Cole and Fish match. Video package for Jade Cargill and Red Velvet. That's on Friday as well. Lucha Bros promo. And the main event was Tony Nieces in the crowd. It certainly is to see Jay Lethal versus Sammy Guevara for the TNT Championship. I wrote in my notes so many times, wow, they're giving Sammy all of the outs here for when they do the title switch. I totally bought everything in this match. Hook, line, and sphincter. I thought they were going to do the title change here. It was really, really well worked. First off, it was a great match anyway. You know, like the, the opening lockups. Eventually, Sammy did a swanton bomb or like a senton. It's a shooting star press into the knees. That oh, yeah, yeah. So that, um, but he's also selling the injuries from the pay-per-view. Uh, yeah, dive outside through a table from Sammy. But the, the brilliant bit was... Sammy rolls to the outside. He's hurting too much. Medics check on him. And Jay Lethal is selling this like, oh, man, this is my first match here and we can't do it. And it was it's just like, I knew it was a work. But there was just a bit of me that was going, is he all right? So it tipped me off that it was a work because it was during the ad break. But there was another part of me that was like, oh, man, I really hope he's okay. Because Sammy's mad. Yeah. He he just would just wrestle through it. And then as soon as he got back into the ring, I was like, okay, no, it is a work. But I genuinely did get worked by it. I totally bought into it. Because, I mean, you know, maybe I'm just a mark idiot. But, yeah. you know, like, I, oh, I, yeah. I thought it was terrific. And as I said, like, the every, every near fall that Jay Lethal had after that, I bought as the finish. Mm. Um, ultimately, go to hell, Sammy retained. And you're like, oh, that's a shame. Like, Sammy was really weakened. Jay Lethal still couldn't beat him on his debut. Like, what does that mean for Jay Lethal? But I think it was okay in the end. Inner Circle came down. They, you know, celebrated with both guys, put over Jay. Uh, I think it's fine. I I thought it was a terrific main event. Four out of five. Yeah, so I I saw that um, because I was like, you know, just sort of doing some, you know, doing some admin and stuff. And I saw that there was the Fightful Select report that Dem Boys were backstage. So the Briscoes were backstage for for, uh, apparently just visiting friends because they were close by, right? But I didn't see the report that they were like just there to visit friends. There's no idea if they're going to be on the show. So I just saw Dem Boys are backstage. And I suddenly thought to myself, like, what if Dem Boys come out now? And they like side with Jay Lethal and we almost have. And then I thought, I'm not having another inner circle yeah, faction yeah, yeah. warfare match. Come on, guys. <laughs> Chris Jericho is like, I can only feud with groups of five. <laughs> because there's one, two, three, four, five of us. So you did say, you came into the office today, beaming smile on your face, like what an episode of Dynamite. One of the all-time great episodes of Dynamite. And I was like, yeah, completely agree. And you said, gave it four out of five. Look, I <laughs> have decided... Dynamite is so good all the time. I'm going to reserve the five out of fives for the truly unbelievable all-time great episodes. This was as close as you could get to it without getting there. And I think all it lacked, and this is such, such, such a high bar now for a five out of five, is just an all-time great moment. Yeah. And you didn't have that on the show. You just had a lot of setup for those. Five out of five show for me. And um, put it to the community tab. I uh, haven't got it up on screen for you, I am afraid. However, I can reveal that 
59% gave it five out of five with 30% giving it four out of five. So that is 90% of the 5,000 people that voted on this poll thought this was a four out of five or a five out of five show. 8% thinking it was three out of five. They're easily pleased. Uh, before we get on with the Omega Chats, there's loads of them, so we'll go pretty fast. Thank you to our wonderful $25 a month or more pledge hammers on Patreon. Everyone should go over there now, because Wrestle League starts anew from this Sunday Survivor Series. So your Survivor Series predictions count towards the new season, and for the first time ever, the winner of this Wrestle League will win a customised Jam That Championship belt. That's legit, by yeah. the way. That's, that's legit. Not only are you getting all of the other great extras that we give you on Patreon, the chance to win a legit world title. And it's 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 like 500 quid to make. <laughs> I think it's more, actually. Um, so thank you, the venerable Jesse Venables. Yeah. Infinite Crisis, Chris Jenkins. Yeah. An expert dancer, great sway man. Yeah. Probably better than Kyle, Philip O'Reilly. <laughs> the Pim Particle, Terry Hankamer. Yeah. Chris Hellfire Brimstone. Marcus, he's got Soul Campbell. It's a football joke. Yeah. LA Cool J Paws. Here comes the money. Fred Buckland. Yeah. Justin the Human Godzilla Woostrack. Yeah. Pick him up, Loot Sponge. And lastly, for this Hall of Fame class, on the 18th of November 2021, Zoe Sung 101. Right, your Omega Chats. Matthew Robinson, CM Punk coming out to MJF's promo and then walking away was just pure magic. Some things are better left unsaid. Also love the opening and the pop hangman got with the title. Laxami Narasimhan B, I also like the start to Punk MJF. It's kind of a new challenge. With Darby, MJF was facing a guy who refused to mentally break. With Punk, MJF is facing a guy who can mentally break him just as easily. Needed this episode after an NXT that was just so dumb. Laxami has good opinions. Doesn't he just? Like he's, I think it's only like two months that he's been chatting in, but he chats in so much. Uh, positively Levy. First punk attacks the bunk. <laughs> Eddie, who didn't shake his hand for not having hustle or respect. Now there's a chance that he's going to smirk and laugh off a scathing MJF promo. This is the best timeline. Raikyu Hill. Rick with a question here. Uh, during the main event, Punk was below commentary, out of audience sight, watching the match. A few fans spotted him, and he told them to watch the match. Afterwards, he took photos with those fans. Seemed like he was just studying Jay and Sammy. Or oh, he's just a big arc himself. I love that he loves wrestling again. Some stupid punk. No nitpicking the show to death aside. I absolutely loved this episode. Uh, so, so nitpicking, I should have said. By the way, I love that CM Punk was wearing a shirt from Rancid's album, and out came The Wolves. The first track of said album is Maxwell Murder. It may be my favourite punk promo. I'm so glad you told me that. Because <laughs> I have no idea, because I'm, I'm not a rancid fan, uh, unfortunately, but I love that fact. That's so interesting. Landon Pershke. 
Long time listener, first time ultra chatter. You guys do an awesome job. Love your work. Thank you. My question is, do you think the Undisputed Era members will slowly break off or end up joining the super clique while Kenny is gone? Also, Grumpy Danielson is awesome. We talked about this before, like, and I don't know. Because, like, you've got two camps really, haven't you? Either O'Reilly, if he does leave in December, joins Fish and Cole and sort of, like, super clique and have, like, this fun little awesome stable. Or do you do the Undisputed Era versus the Elite in that sort of, like, six-man dream match? That's the one for me. Omega comes back more of a baby face, yeah. Um, I'll hot tag. Matthew Robinson said, seeing Ishii pushing Butcher back without hitting him made me pop so much. Me and you both. Uh, today is the real boss, Matt Robinson's birthday. Happy to see you guys. Happy birthday, Matt. Thank you, bud. Uh, Danny Torkel, Sheena Deep 3 needs to main event Dynamite as soon as possible in either an I Quit match or a 30 woman iron, uh, thirty minutes Iron Woman match. AEW has Sheena Deep, Baker Rosa, Cargill Velvet, and the TBS tournament going on. Now just put more than one match per episode. You guys are the best. Thanks, Danny. AJ Hiver was there at Dynamite last night. First Dynamite since the debut episode. The night was amazing. Got genuine goosebumps from the MJF Punk segment. Jurassic Express versus Fish and Cole is must watch for Rampage. Love you guys and the content. Jam that jam. Because you know they were announcing like the matches for Rampage. And when that match came up, the crowd went uh, ballistic. And I was like, oh, they're taping Rampage yeah, after yeah, this yeah. then. <laughs> Chris Hill, first time Ultra Chat. I was at SmackDown and Dynamite Front Row. Oh. AEW was such the better show. <laughs> Luke, have you beaten Castlevania yet? LIW44 Live. No. But I did beat Symphony of the Night last night. Again, thank you, mate. Again, I've, I've, I've completed that one every now and again because it's probably my favorite game of all time. One of my favorite games of all time. In fact, it's my much. I literally finished it last night after I put my kid to bed. And I came into the office today and I started a brand new save file. Love that game. Sadie Degenhausen. Hello, boys. Long time no chat. Wow, what an amazing episode. Five out of five. We're getting MJF versus Punk. Yes, please. Keddy Kingston. Ugh, I hate being interrupted. Tony S. First time. <laughs> Can't lie. I didn't like the main event. Twas bland. Oh, wow. Love you both. Where's the bow tie, Ollie? Jam that jam. I have it for Survivor Series predictions shortly. One last thing. Do you think we're uh, going towards Cody and Pals versus the others in Blood and Guts Part 2 Electric Boogaloo? Four on four. Am I way off? Can't wait to watch Survivor Series with you all. Hashtag Laurie deserves the world. Cody obviously wants it. He was meant to be in the first one. Um... But no, it, maybe, maybe it will happen. Mons2806, I like turtles. Joe Strikes, hot take. Didn't like Miro was taken out by a knockout after being built up so strong. Danielson is another example of ex-WDB stars pushed uh, to the top over people already in AEW. It's like the new flavor of the month until the next AE, uh, ex-WWE star debuts. It's TNA vibes. Oh, I don't get that at all, I'm afraid. I see Danielson coming back not daniel bryan uh and so sometimes you make the exception like if it's brian danielson and cm punk yeah you do if adam cole was doing all this maybe i'd have a different uh, view also heroes next wwe guy yeah uh geo mellow t i tried to getting a hangman's uh hangman's uno's better than brian danielson chant going in the same cadence as the head kick <laughs> chant also the nyla rose chants. i started those Norfolk hey. is Nyla territory as far as I'm concerned. Well done you, Melo T. Yoko Littner. As someone who has chronic vertigo, I was shocked when I heard that about Omega. Imagine someone taking your head and putting it into a washing machine. That 
is what it's like. Treatment is generally bed rest, and he wrestled. It's insane. I can't imagine it. Kevin May absolutely loved this show so much. I'd say, I'd love to say, but two bits I will mention is Darby openly mocking, in a fun way, that it'll be fine, Billy Gunn. Hmm. Second to me, Hangman looked like an actual champion. So happy for Adam. He definitely earned it. Yeah, I did love Darby on after the Ass Boys left. He was like, yeah, I guess that's what I'm doing next <laughs> then. <laughs> James Hanley. Last week, I described Cody's run in AEW doing their own Netflix <laughs> recommendations. The yeah. eight man tag is AEW doing a little misdirection. Maybe we can sneak Cody in there and they won't <laughs> notice, says Tony. Cody then asks, can I still do my full entrance? Oh, please, sir, can I do my full entrance for you? Or a cram of a cheer if I may, please, a little bit. Someone said that my Cody and Tony voices are the same. You, do, you did Spider-Man in that voice as well earlier. Well, I think they're pretty much the same person. So like, <laughs> well, I think Cody is very much like an Oliver Twist of a, please, sir, can I have mm. a little more chimney? Whereas I think t- Tony Khan is more like Perry from Kevin and Perry. So, yes, sir, Mr. Danielson, I'll book you in there, there, Mr. Danielson. <laughs> there is a difference. There is Slight a- difference. Yeah. Geo Melody again. This is my first live wrestling event since June 16th, 2009 with my dad. I'm still hoarse from chanting Cowboy S, Uno S. Even yelled to Uno to make him draw four. This company. Spoiler for Rampage. We chanted Mr. Ass, Ass Club, and uh. Sons of Ass. Very good. Some stupid punk. So I get that it's the thing to hate on the women's division, and I agree it could be better, but people, you two, are overly harsh. Like this episode, I feel it did a lot of road mapping for the division. They had a great match. It's really not that bad. The problem there, Subsuper, is we've been saying that for two years, that what they're doing is road mapping. And at the start of the launch of the company, they said, we're going to have the best women's division in the world. Yeah. So, so it's like, we're judging them by what they said they'd do. Yeah. I, I can't say any more their road mapping to a future because they've been doing that forever. James Hanley, on the Cody topic, I would love it if Cody Rhodes said he was going to take a step back from the ring for an extended period and Too Fast Too Fuego <laughs> got a run in the tag team division. Watch the match on Dark and this Fuego too go really has something. <laughs> Colostopia, Ollie has been saying stupendous a lot. Heel turn coming this Sunday. Punk that narcissistic bleeps uh picking choosing the one guy he knows they won't boo him punk sees himself in mjf mm. matthew robinson after brian what three people would you book against hangman page to feed for the title well you just pick adam cole punk because you just want to give him the best biggest victories don't you uh and who else akada <laughs> oh hello um chaos zoe sung zoe 101 was my favorite team drama as a kid amazing taste no problems with that at all in reference to the uh the name uh perfect name four out of five you really need to watch sean spears every time he's on screen uh he gave a great half-assed attempt to quiet the crowd whispered i tried i really enjoyed that actually yeah uh, and as i hope my first ultra chat didn't get lost since i sent it in before the podcast started also ruby is going to win the TBS tournament, the most over person in the division besides Brit. I was thinking about this, and I think TBS title goes to Thunder Rosa. Battle of the Belts on January, whatever it is. Rosa Baker. Oh, that's nice. Rosa idea. wins in a non title match, and you put the TBS title sort of at the same level. Not bad, I like him. Gray420, speaking of the Danielson thing, he came out through the babyface oh. tunnel last night. Just saying. If he comes out the heel tunnel next week, my point is proven. The survey was wrong. By the way, Rampage was quite awesome. Jam that jam. I never noticed the tunnels. No. 
I don't, I don't know which one's the which one. They need to literally have it labeled for me to notice. And lastly, Zoe Sung, in reference to that previous Ultra Chat, recently became a pledge hammer. Luke's TNA apologist forum dates <laughs> needs an entire podcast. Oh no. Just me, just me, things. just me reading my old forum post from 2007 had me snort giggling as Luke started <laughs> stated, now I understand why people didn't like me. Also, Sean Spears is slowly becoming the best. Eating a breakfast bar in the ring was amazing. Before we started recording, I was telling Ollie about uh, the Warner Brothers' new game, Multiverses. Mm. Do you want to have a look at it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so here it is. Oh, that's clever, though. The the, the verses is spelt as in verses, as in I versus you. Yeah. Okay, so who do you recognize from this roster okay. that you can oh, see? This is fun. Wait, wait, what? This is a Warner Brothers game? Yeah. Then why is Woody in there? Oh, it's not Woody, it's Shaggy. Yeah, cool, that's Shaggy, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Scooby Scooby okay, I've got Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Is that a dragon from How to Train Your Dragon? That's not, it, not Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Not it? No, that's great. Uh, what studio is that? Is the next, okay, <coughs> Harley Quinn. Yes. Easy. Uh, the kid from Adventure Time. Yep. Wonder Woman. The dog from Adventure Time. Yep. Superman, Batman, Bugs Bunny, Tom and Jerry. As a team, yep. So that's Steven Universe. Okay. And I think that is also a Steven Universe. And what's the, the sort of dragony thing? I don't know. And who's that woman? That looks like... I think that is also... Agent a, of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think that is a Steven Universe character. So when they say multiverses, they just mean three different... Three different verses. Yeah, which was actually a bit of a shame, really, isn't it? You'd think that, like, you know, there'd be more. Okay, she's called Garnet, apparently. Garnet. And it is Arya. Oh my gosh, she's from Game of Thrones. Is it what? Arya from Game of Thrones? What? Yes. I guess they own HBO. Yeah. Well, why haven't I got Tony Soprano on here? <laughs> That's okay. Arya from Game of Thrones. Maybe there's a Wikipedia page that gives. Come us, on, like, get a the full, full roster. Okay. Well, technically. AEW, it's on TNT. That's owned by Warner Brothers. Uh, you know, eventually, which I believe is then owned by General Electric eventually. Mm -hmm. Jack Welch for the win. Nah, I don't. Nobody likes Jack Welch anymore. Okay, right. Multiverse. Jack Welch should be a character in this game. Characters. Who should be? Jack Welch. Who's former, Jack former CEO of General <laughs> Electric. So, yeah, it is Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. Um, I can give you the full list of characters that have been confirmed thus far. So it's Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Harley Quinn, Shaggy, Bugs Bunny, Arya Stark, Tom and Jerry, Jake the Dog, Finn the Human, Steven Universe, Garnet, and Rain Dog, who's an original character. <laughs> now is not the time to debut original characters. That's like if you were to go see the Rolling Stones now and they were like, hey, we're just going to play a couple of new tracks. <laughs> I didn't pay 98 quid to see new material. Mick Jagger. So there was also like a list that was um, leaked mm. that also had, I believe, uh, Lego movie characters and characters from Lord of the Rings, Gremlins, Goonies and Beetlejuice. I mean... <laughs> 
You know those sorts of things that happen and you're like, oh my god, I didn't know I wanted this so bad. Mm -hmm. This, and I'm only just learning about it, so this is a knee-jerk reaction. I have the thought of, I don't care. Do you, do, do you think there's an appetite for this? Well, I'm, yeah, I suppose in, in a way. Like, it was basically the plotline for Space Jam 2. Oh, yeah, good point. So I wonder if, like, that's sort of where a lot of this has come from. Do, are you really sat there thinking, oh, who would win in a fight out of Batman and Tom and Jerry? Oh, man, are you, are you never asking yourself that question? <laughs> uh, according to this leak as well, Rick from Rick and Morty will be a that character. That is a big sell for the, the smart people. Yeah, um... I think that's all I can really find. So everyone has an alternative costume. There's a Pickle Rick one. Okay, now you've said that. that that's a bit more intriguing because who would win, Rick or Batman, is actually a really interesting debate Yeah, because they both plan for so many. I think Ben 10 things. might also be on the uh, in the game as well. Ben 10's after my time. Steven Universe, after my time. Yeah. I but, don't want to engage with that. So, I mean, is, so my question to you then, is this a game, as someone who is more DC than they are Marvel, more Warner Brothers than they are Disney, do you think that you'll be picking this up? Like if they said, oh, we'll put Neo in the game. Oh, God damn. Well, you'd have to see how good it is first. I mean, it it looks exactly like Super Smash Bros. Which is the, uh, the idea, I guess. It's a Smash clone. Yeah. I feel a bit weird about that, though. Well, they've done a lot of Smash clones in the past. Like, Nickelodeon had a Smash clone way back when. Cart oh, no, Cartoon Network had one sort of way back when with, mm. like, Johnny Bravo and things. <laughs> and Nickelodeon have got one coming out. That's got... Oh, Terry's ears pricked up there when I said uh, Nickelodeon have got one coming out. Are you a Nickelodeon fan? <laughs> Gen Z. Oh, my God. I didn't know this. <laughs> Nick, is it called... So, do you know Ben 10? And Steven Universe. God damn it. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Here we go. So uh, let's have a look at who the characters are in this one. In this game, it is Ablina from Our Real Monsters, which is actually, I know. that's yep, our that's generation. <laughs> uh, Experience trumps youth. Ang and Toph from Avatar The Last Airbender. Thumbs okay, up for that. Yeah, yeah, I know those. Cat Dog. That's Cat Dog. Cat Dog. Danny Phantom. Mm, that sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, hey Arnold. Well, actually, it's just Helga from Hey Arnold. It's not actually Hey Arnold. It's just Helga from Hey mm. Arnold. She is tougher. Uh, Zim from Invader Zim. Cora from The Legend of Cora. Okay, nod of approval. <laughs> Lincoln Loud and Lucy Loud from The Loud House. There's a no shrug. idea. Ren and Stimpy and Powder Toastman from Ren and Stimpy. That's good. Reptar from Rugrats. Mm -hmm. uh, SpongeBob, Patrick, and Sandy Cheeks from SpongeBob. Yeah. Uh, Adam in the office today had the uh, it was just like I've never seen an episode of Spongebob Squarepants I was like Adam you're, you're in your mid 30s of course you've never seen an episode of Spongebob yeah but it's on all the time they're like 10 minutes long that's exactly what Terry said um, Leo he also had never had a Jägermeister until I bought him one three weeks ago he has some weird blind spots <laughs> Leo, Mikey and April from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and here's the big one Nigel Thornberry from the <laughs> Wild Thornberries <laughs> Back to Cat Dog. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've told this story to you. And there's there's very few of those left. <laughs> you were not have been podcasting for a long time. I went round my friend's house when we were like twelve years old, mm -hmm. and we we like gaffer taped together a a cat puppet and a dog puppet 
and stuffed it with eggs and fireworks and lit them in the back garden. <laughs> and we called it Cat Dog. So, uh, so what was the, the end game? I don't know. Like, we, we had no idea. And nothing really happened. And it fizzled out. Oh, I thought it might, like, explode no, or something and the egg would go no, everywhere. you'd hope so. Because like, well, you did, did you put cooked eggs in or raw eggs? Raw eggs. Oh, yeah, that's what you'd want to do. Then we had to be like, ah, oh, that didn't really give us the bump we wanted. So we strapped a load of eggs to a, just a rocket. Because, like, everything that took place inside the, the cuddly toys just didn't happen. Uh, it misbalanced the rocket, so it took off, went directly into next door's <gasps> garden, and burst all the <laughs> eggs over their front porch. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Naughty indeed. kids. Well, on that bombshell, on that firework Egg explosion, shell. on that there it is. This is one. Oh, would would you would you get the multiverses? If Do you care? I, I think so. Yeah. I, would you though? Well what I would like is more diversity from the franchises because like as you said, that is a lot of characters from DC. Oh, not like, you know, ethnicities and, and gender. That well obviously I don't care about that. <laughs> I want more men who look yeah. like me, ideally. But cool I want Chris. I, <laughs> no, I want more characters from other franchises. Like yeah. Warner Brothers have got a, a rich library. Hmm. Don't just give me just nothing but DC and then a, a sprinkle of other ones. Put Fred Flintstone in there. Well, they're the DLCs. Oh well, that you got oh you got a little subscription model uh, every month. Uh, there's a couple of extra characters. Gross. Anyway, that is all we've got time for on this edition of the Wrestle <gasps> Podcast. Pack. You just put, you don't know what character you're going to get. You just buy them. I'm on the show tomorrow with Tempest T Wrestler and possibly Matt McMuscles. Thank you all so much for listening. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.